Now, Vancouver students involved in a very unique school program may soon be forced to relocate. Now, for the past five decades, uh, the ideal mini-school has taught students who have higher learning needs or neurodiverse or experience social anxiety. Now, it has not a lot of students, 125 students, but the ideal mini-school is the only mini-school in the Vancouver School Board's the whole district that's housed uh, in its own building. Now, recently, the school board said the program will need to move uh, this fall to Sir Winston Churchill Secondary School and that it needs the uh, current building where Ideal is located to make room for uh, students from Laurier Elementary School. Now keep in mind Churchill High School has more than 2,000 students enrolled in it. That's of course a significant difference from the 125 or so at the Ideal Mini School. Now the school board does say that um, they don't need to take the matter to the Vancouver School Board itself for approval because it is an operational matter. So lots to talk about here. Uh, lots from parents and students in regards to their views on this particular school and how important it is. Joining me now is Jen Yugama. She's the Ideal Mini School PAC Chair. Jen, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jazz. Thanks for uh, helping us bring attention to this matter. So let's talk a little bit about this. Why is the present setting so important for students uh, and parents in regards to their educational needs? Well, Um, As you sort of said at the beginning there, Jazz, um, Ideal Mini School is a unique program in the Vancouver School Board. And, excuse me, the the children that attend the school, Mm -hmm. as you said, some have um, uh, social anxiety, some are neurodiverse, but there's also students who attend the school who are extremely strong leaders, and they come for the enriched academic program and they come for the community focus and the leadership focus and the key to the decades-long success of this school is the small scale of the school and how these students interact with each other so there's the leaders and the super strong academic students and then there's the kids that are not quite ready to enter into a 2,000 person school and at ideal Everyone is included. Everyone is accepted. The community is so extremely tight-knit. The leaders and kids that need a little bit of extra assistance, they are in class together. They are working together. They are working on teams together. I mean, we've all been through high school. We know, um, or I went to a big high school, and the cliques that form and how, you know, there's the social pressure and all that kind of stuff – that doesn't happen at Ideal, and that it, it's allowed not to happen because of this building that keeps the kids together, that keeps them in this tight-knit, safe, inclusive, accepted community. Now, Without I've, the building, it's hard to imagine this uh, program being able to succeed. Now, the program, according to the school district, correct me if I'm wrong here, would stay, just that you're, it's going to be housed in a much bigger obviously school with a lot more students, could you not be able to capture the same experience beyond just the size, but the core um, educational philosophy, uh, the core environment, and you think you just could not move that from this school to that much bigger school? Well, Jazz, um, when I'm not fighting for my children's education, Uh I work as an architect, and I can attest to how important buildings and the built environment are to the success of 
whomever is occupying the building. It's my entire profession is focused on this. And for the core values of the ideal program, a small environment is essential. Having said that, if the school board had a plan that would accommodate ideal in a small environment, we would be open to listening to that. But they have zero plans right now. What have they told you so far uh, in regards to they just came to you and said we're moving and, and that's about the extent of the conversation so far? Exactly. They've told us nothing. There's no plan. There's been no consultation. We had an emergency PAC meeting last night that was attended both in person and online by more than 200 people. Uh, One school board trustee, Susie Ma, attended. Michael Lee, the MLA for the Vancouver Langara area, attended, but not a single Vancouver school board administration staff the people that were responsible for this decision, they did not attend. No Churchill administration attended. Um, we've been told that they will meet with us on this coming Thursday. They've given us one hour to meet with them. Um, but they did uh, speak to the media this morning, but they haven't spoken to us. So if this is not something that needs to be discussed at the school board level, the elected official level, this is an operational decision by by, by um, um, bureaucrats, public servants, uh, is this a done deal or do you think you still have a voice that you can convince them to change their mind? We absolutely disagree that this is an operational issue. We feel that this is a label that the VSB staff has put on this issue. Mm-hmm so that they don't have to go to the board and and that uh, they can just make this decision without consulting the board, without putting it in front of the elected trustees that are supposed to oversee these fundamental policy decisions. We think this is a fundamental policy decision. This is not an operational issue. They're also telling us it's not a budget issue. We were on the agenda to speak at tomorrow night's Vancouver School Board budget meeting, and we were kicked off that speaker's list because we were told it's not a budget issue. When in fact, they've been talking about this, doing consolidating the um, small programs into bigger schools at budget meetings. This is a budget issue, and it doesn't just affect us. This is a budget issue. This is a fundamental policy issue, and it's going to affect every annex, every choice program, every mini school, every small school in the Vancouver School Board. It's going to potentially affect thousands of kids. This is not an operational issue. This is a fundamental policy decision, and this needs to be uh, discussed, consulted, planned, and it needs to go in front of the Vancouver School Board trustees, our elected officials that are supposed to be overseeing these types of decisions. Mm -hmm. And I don't think any parent wants to hear, uh, you know, if one student is impacted, no parent wants to hear that it's an operational issue. It's it's much deeper than that. Uh, And so I just want to clarify this. ABC trustees, uh, which uh, generally are the majority now in Vancouver, they haven't reached out. You haven't talked to anybody uh, from the ABC School Trustee Coalition? 
We have not. We have contacted every single trustee multiple times as a pack. Mm-hmm. We've also had stakeholders, parents, students, alumni, they've all contacted the trustees. The only trustee who has replied to any of us directly was Susie Ma. I think Jennifer Reddy has communicated with some of the stakeholders. Um, I've received one email from Alfred Chien, who is the trustee who is responsible for the Churchill uh, campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, it was not an informative email. It was very similar wording, almost word for word, uh, from the letter that we received from Pedro de Silva, the associate superintendent, saying it's an operational issue. It doesn't need to be voted on. Um, it, it also sets up this letter and the email from Alfred Chien um, sets up this real oppositional situation where they're pitting parents versus parents, like the ideal parents versus the Laurier parents and, and child versus child. It's, it's a really unfortunate situation that they're setting up and it's not fair to anyone. We hesitate to participate in a parent versus parents, child versus child situation, but the VSB has set it up that way. Jen, thank you for your time. Uh, We look forward to chatting with you very soon on this issue because it is not going to be going away. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jess.